0: there you'll be able to find our schedule with our upcoming masterclass for you to join. On with today's show. Welcome to Alt Marketing School. We are proudly bringing together a new wave of marketers, just like yourself. We want to provide you with the skills to speak to your audience perfectly, empower clients with winning strategies to market their brands, champion their values and make a positive impact in the online world my name is fab and i'm your host may the class begin
1: welcome back team to alt marketing school it's fab here and today i am not alone today i'm here for strong opinions and good laughs with jess again i'm just setting the tone it's not just yourself strong opinions come both ways it's a beautiful flow strong opinions how are we feeling today yeah, I'm so excited to have so many strong opinions. I was
2: thinking about it before I came on. I was like, I'm going to try and be really excited and positive
1: today. That's my mantra. I was going to ask you, how, how do you think that's going to turn out into the reality of the episode? I, I, we will see. Probably not. I mean, I'm like quite, I'm not a negative person, but I'm like,
2: my, I feel like my life has curbed your enthusiasm. Like... With that kind of, you know, see everything from like a curb your user's point of view. So I'm, I'm going to try and have like a lovely, positive day. I'm going to bring that, hopefully,
1: to this, we'll see. That's what we're going to do. We're to bring you that positive energy. Even if I will be 100% honest overall, I feel that summer, and it happened last year as well, so when it comes to like social and what's going on, especially in, in that kind of world and updates, thankfully, the platform's actually chill a bit. In a way, not fully, but you can see that the platforms are actually kind of paving the the path for what's going to happen next, to so what we're going to focus on, and actually something that you mentioned last time we chatted was kind of ringing in my head. I was looking at news and stuff, which was uh, Instagram is dying a very slow death, which we said. Um, and obviously, and we're going to actually catch up on your Instagram journey with like the challenge that you did. You can remind us in a second what it was and stuff like that. But I wanted to say that in general, I genuinely feel there's been a lot of conversations around, you know, kind of how to use, I think, social in a way that is almost a bit more realistic, almost like resetting our expectations for any type of business that you might work with or work for or help as well. And it could be also because it's summer and people are taking stock about what, where they want to put their energies. But I think it's the first time in three to four years that I've seen people really getting slightly over social in general, uh, not necessarily getting away from it, but I think almost being a bit more selective with their efforts. So I'm gonna start with this though, I wanna hear your opinion, and then we're gonna maybe dive deep a bit into some of the stuff that you've tried for, for Instagram as well. So what are your thoughts on my little TED talk?
2: I was reading a article about uh, Gen Z um, Instagram at the moment, and Gen Z uh, rapidly is migrating over to TikTok for so many reasons, but the main one is because it's chill, and it you don't have to think about it so much. And, but from a small business point of view, and I'm saying this just with Gen Z in mind, the re- the reward is quicker, so it reaches more. You can get likes more. You're not you're not so like worried about the views that much. It's just it feels very casual. So, I think that's why Gen Z are going over to TikTok. When Gen Z moves at the platform, that is kind of like a sign of the times for the app to say, we might not have that, we might not be in the cool gang for very long unless Instagram kind of change up what they're doing or do, I don't know, people can always come back. But at the moment, as it stands, the young people are moving over. Oh, for my personal experience, about my I'm thirty. So my, my 30 people that I hang out with are millennials. I feel like a lot of them are moving over too, or they're just exhausted with Instagram now. Summer can be really tricky in general, anyway. But with low engagement, everyone, like literally everybody is outside. All of my clients are feeling the, the the slowness, the like difference in sales and all that kind of stuff, difference in reach. But the summer slump, combined with Instagram has this ick feeling at the moment. you open it and you're like, "Oh, well, I opened it I'm like, oh i don't I don't like I don't want to be here And for me as a business owner, I'm like, "Oh no, I' literally built my business on this app. What am I going to do? But yeah, I can tell you, I tried i I. T- I tried rebuilding. I was like, I'm going to do a month. I'm going to try all the things. I didn't I didn't do anything because I'm exhausted with Instagram. I really wanted to, I had this plan in place. I was like going to post less and engage more. And the only thing I use Instagram right now for is the DMS and stories. They are where I can communicate most, but even with stories, and like even with that, I'm finding myself, I have the Instagram ick personally. <laughs> I don't like being on that platform. And like you said in the beginning, LinkedIn is becoming the new, like, hot, fun place to hang out. And I'm, I'm
1: focusing more on that too. But yeah, it's icky. In one word, icky. You know what, you summarise, I'm going to pick up a couple of things here as well, because you summarised some really excellent points, which I think are important for us to bear in mind as well. Um, so one thing, because I already know, I can think of some of my clients and also some of our students as well, they might come through, especially at time of recording. Uh, Jess is just about to do her first, uh, first guest teaching for us. It's really exciting. And actually, you're going to talk about better practices for social. So that's cool. And when thinking about it, a lot of people would associate Instagram with, again, social. And I think what you mentioned here as well is a great reminder that the platforms will come and go. It doesn't mean necessarily that they might go forever in a way that LinkedIn has been hanging about for quite a while and then it becomes popular and then potentially it might lose a bit of its appeal. What obviously we said multiple times, including with yourself is that dear listener, if Instagram keeps turning into TikTok, what, as you, as we said, one of the two is going to win in a way. And I think the confusion from a business perspective of how can you show up on Instagram is one of the things that is probably getting people a bit stuck. One thing that I do personally, I'm less exhausted because I just came back from holiday, so That helps. But also, nevertheless, I find myself becoming something that I wasn't expecting, which is a lot more of a lurker on Instagram, like a consumer, you know, a consumer a lot more and just kind of like getting what I need and then jumping off. Because as you said, it doesn't really kind of prompt me to do a lot of that conversation. But then I'm also going to raise another point here and be even more controversial controversial hat on. I genuinely feel like people are really struggling with just the concept of engaging because before at least we had two years where engagement was mainly done online with friends, with family, with business, with customers. And now that we're, as you say, we're doing more things, I think we're starting to actually rack up time. We're all a bit exhausted. We all kind of want to talk about it. And I think we're starting to realize that even if commenting on people's posts is great, even if engaging in conversations is great, it's becoming really hard because you don't really know where to focus anymore. This is, again, my my other thought. And I don't know how you would approach that or if you've seen that as well. Even taking, let's maybe not take Instagram where we said, you know, in in itself is already key.
2: It's really hard being a human on social media. And I know, like we're humans, and we we are the faces behind the platforms, and we are the ones engaging. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about LinkedIn, and I'm gonna I think this ties into Instagram as well. So I find it's difficult to engage outwardly engage when you're trying to be something that you're not, or you're trying to show up as. the best version of yourself because if you're sat on the couch eating a bag of Doritos watching Love Island feeling really shit and you're like oh I need to 15 minutes of shiny engagement like there is like it's not gonna make sense like I just need to DM five of my ideal clients on Instagram you would get more of a reaction if you started a genuine conversation and started chatting about your Doritos on the Love Island and all that kind of stuff because that's what you're actually doing in your human life on LinkedIn so I was like about three months ago and I've actually just invested in some support for myself because my clients love them. They kill it. I'm telling you what to do and they're thriving when it comes to my LinkedIn. I'm like, I'm blocked because I don't know how to be myself on there. About three months ago, I downloaded a like a um, LinkedIn Guru's 10 content prompt. <laughs> and I was like, I'm just going to try it. I'm going to try it. And it was sharing my failure. It was, share your how you best like networking and i was like i would never go up to someone and be like this is how i love to network <laughs> not a conversation i genuinely have with someone nothing i wouldn't bring that up about that when you a networking event i'm like you know what this is my favorite networking style i just don't think that would organically come out of my mouth and so then i reminded myself no matter what platform you're on you have to talk about things that you actually care about and talk about things you're passionate about and talk about things that make you who you are. And that's how you're going to stand out. So the, the, the secret to all of the platforms and engaging is let's start real conversations and, but do not underestimate how hard that is because you have, if you're a small business owner, you may need to give yourself a prompt sheet of this is what I like talking about. This is what I don't like talking about. These are, this is my mission statement, but remember to have hu- human conversations with people rather than just the shiny, elevator
1: pitch ones. Question. I have a question for you because today we're kind of taking a different tour. I don't even know if we're gonna touch the, the the little news that's gonna happen anyway in the social media world, but it kind of is related to it. So today I think we're almost doing like a point of situation, media kind of vibe. And the question that I had was about what you talked about on your TikTok and something that I want to talk about in some respects, which is niching down. And the reason why I wanted to talk about it is because I can see the pros of it. And obviously being in marketing for a very long time is something that we talk about a lot. But then also I see that in some ways and in some platforms that, or for some people, going back to what you said about, you know, Talking about who you are and the way that you would talk, and about the things that you're doing, and being, you know, honest about the experiences, it can be hard for some people. So, I know there's a bit a thing that a lot of us talk about and encourage people as marketers, but I also see the other side of the spectrum, and I wonder whether, like, as things are evolving, you know, how can we find a way to niche down or to kind of focus on a very specific thing without either like confining ourselves too much. Or again, then talking about things to tick a box instead of things they were genuinely interested in. So what are your thoughts? Because it's something that I see a lot more people talking about these days.
2: Yeah, for some people having a niche creates clarity and it really helps them create content because they know exactly who they're talking to. But I find after six months maybe being consistent in this niche and ticking all the boxes, you can get really stagnant. And you can say, Oh my god, how many way how many times can I say the same thing in a different way over and over again? Oh my god. Like it can get you can get boring for you as a creative and a creator, and it can get stagnant to your audience if you're speaking to the same audience again and again and again about the same thing. That's why growth strategy is really important to go alongside with your content strategy, but that's different. Different ballgame. I feel like if you are a baby business you've just started out and someone says to you you need to have a niche that can really scare you and put you in a box. create a a robotic feel for your brand instead of being human and talking about human things your personal story it depends on your business so much as well but for small businesses if you're if you're a founder and you've got very baby business it's great if you can share your personal story and input that in it because people care and in the beginning it's most likely going to be your family and friends who put the legwork in to help raise awareness for your brand the more they engage with it the more it goes out so it's good your personal story can in fact be your niche per se you know i talk a lot about having a chronic illness and going to the toilet all the time and that's a big part of my story as a business owner and now, when I do p r for myself as a personal brand, I talk about what it's like running a sustainable business with a chronic illness and why I choose being sustainable. So everything I do has to have this level of like no burnout. <laughs> I'm not perfect at it, but I've picked up some things along the way, and that's nothing to do with being a marketing consultant and strategy person like there's nothing to do with it but It's a part of my story, and I've been able to resonate with more people who also have chronic illnesses, and I think that's great. I wouldn't necessarily say chronic illnesses is is my niche, but it's not at all, at all. But I love talking about it, and it's a big part of my brand. So there's two sides to the coin. In the beginning, like in the beginning, it really helped me. It really helped my clients. We always talk about their niche. It's not something I've missed out at all, but I try, and I just think it doesn't have to be black and white.
1: I agree. And I think that's that's something that, again, in conversations with people, that can also be a bit of a mis- misunderstanding about what niching down or talking to a niche can mean. Sometimes, as you said, as you evolve, maybe for you, niching down in some respects is more about your tone of voice or how you talk or the, the way that that you come across, even if you want to be a bit more rounded. And again, creators, let's be honest, creators, have it a bit differently because obviously as being a creator, you have some particular interests, but also a lot of people want to get to know you and buy into you. And I think it's almost like as sometimes as founders of brands that are us, but they also have their separate entity that can be the struggle. You know, do I want to be the experts in what my brand talks about? That's what I want to talk about. Or actually, as you said, sharing my personal story, sharing like how my business ethics or my working ethics or what I believe in and my values isn't it as important as you know talking to my niche because I believe that people like ourselves who are experts in our own rights, for us it's even harder sometimes than, let's say, product-based businesses or other type of businesses because as an expert, you feel like to talk about your expertise and the audience that you're helping with their expertise all the time. And as you said, then that's when it becomes either robotic or you genuinely... I think that was how I got stuck. On Instagram, for example, that was my thing more than anything else. It was just like, I, ca- I can't talk about, I love talking about reclaiming time. That's I love doing that, but also like, you know, I want to talk about old marketing school. I want to talk about my travels because that's also part of reclaiming time. And I was like, but that's not what my audience wants. And actually it kind of is, but the problem was, and if anybody else needs to hear this mid-year 2022, I realized that for me personally, Instagram has never been and is not necessarily a platform to find customers or clients. For me personally, it's not, because my ideal client and audience usually reach out either on Twitter funnily enough or LinkedIn a lot more as well, from a personal perspective. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, Instagram for me, it can be more, as you say, an insight to some of the things that I'm passionate about and who I am. And people kind of want to follow it because they resonate with that. And yes, I can teach them something. I can I can share the journey but in a way that means I can be more free. And I think it goes back to what we said at the beginning about TikTok being chilled. I find that some people really go down that path and I know that's really worked with the nation down specifically, but then you also find that because of the amount of creators or people that are a bit more well-rounded on TikTok, people also like the fact that they can see the day-to-day life of somebody who has a certain expertise or does a certain job. So yeah, that's that's my take and that's my personal experience with it. Again, I've been doing this for about eight years. I've been on the internet in one way or another for my personal brand for 13 and mm-hmm. we constantly evolve and it's really hard. And I find that if we don't start to give people ideas of how they can do the niching down or how they can do the focusing in a way that feels right to them, then people just burn out or they just decide to step back because you're like, I don't want to be on social anymore because the only thing I want to talk about is is, I don't know, plan-based burgers. I'm done with it. You know what I mean?
2: It's so boring to the audience as well.
1: I, I so wonder
2: They're so savvy. Like, you know, when you see a hashtag ad piece of content, you'll scroll right past it. You're like, no. And then if you see this, when you get a niche, it's usually tied in with content. So now I've got my niche. So let's say, you're you're a virtual assistant. Your niche is female founders. And one of your content pillars is educational. And the first piece of content virtual assistants usually make is, what is a virtual assistant? No one wants to let you know that, they don't care. It's so boring. If I see another Instagram character that says what is a virtual assistant, (laughs) then your female founders know what it is. Instead of niching, like thinking, okay, education content, I need to tell them what I am. You have to focus on what do they need from me, and what problems do they have, and how can I solve them with my content? That's what they want. They want quick, no nonsense, no jargon, content, not boring stuff. What is a VA content gives the same energy as hashtag ad. I'm like, oh, bye. <laughs> you know,
1: I've got time. That's the other thing as well. The algorithm works for and against us in the way that obviously gives us more of what we want. And it means that if we start seeing the same post again and again and again be regurgitated by different people, then that will come a lot more. And that's one of the things that, in a way, we kind of love and about TikTok and Instagram. And it's obviously something that, in a very better fashion, LinkedIn doesn't have as much because the algorithm works a lot more on also kind of engagement like your, through your connections which is also in a way allows you to be a bit more selective about the conversations and the people that you see whereas like thank goodness like LinkedIn as per yet touch wood and everything doesn't ever explore because I don't know if I will have any personally I don't think I have the energy to explore on LinkedIn I don't have <laughs> to get more people to talk to on LinkedIn I'm happy with the people that I connect with but we forget about that on Instagram for example we forget that a lot of the stuff that we see is also because it's recommended to us. So because we're going to the search bar. And so when, as you say, when you see the same thing again and again, it, I think we're starting to, I think the general audience has been dra- dramatically on Instagram or social media for such a longer time in a very short space, time timeframe, this doesn't make sense, but I will in a second because of COVID that we've seen so much content in two years, probably more content than most, most people that are not in marketing have seen in 10, yeah? And I think that's yeah. the things that we forget about. So I want to ask you, actually, what, what, would you, what are you going to do if you're going to do something, or what would you do? Or what would you suggest somebody doing if they are looking to come back to social with a clearer head, but also with a bit more direction or even just feeling less icky about it?
2: Grow a tough skin is number one because the engagement rates are always going to be low. In fact, they're getting lower the more people use the app. You need to let go of my post and you got this many likes let go of I didn't get that many views let go of I should be posting this I should be posting that. I would say if you are coming back, you're fresh, you've narrowed down what you're talking about, you know what you're selling. The first thing I want you to focus on is the customer journey. So if you are a potential, if you're one of your followers or a potential follower that lands on your profile, how, easy, how clear is it what you do? How clear is it? How good is your LinkedIn bio? How clear is your LinkedIn bio? I want you to focus less on crazy branding and more on content clarity because in t- from today, like in today's society online, confusion is just the biggest turnoff for a client or a prospective follower. So I want your main focus to be clarity and. Standing app, not not boring. <laughs> try and get your personality out there or your brand ethos out there as much as possible. Um, like check out the, the Duolingo, TikTok, for example. That just blew up. And that's the app that people there downloaded it because it's TikTok. We have a language learning app that just has a giant green owl on the front of it. It's so fun, it's so different. I would try and I would mute all of the people that are in the same field as you or doing something very close to you so you don't get hella shiny object syndrome you don't see what they're doing and copy it stick to your guns know what you're posting about don't take from them because it's just so bad for you and your ego thing they're posting really really well and create a consistent schedule for yourself if you're a small business if you're a personal brand I think posting on the go is absolutely fine because people want to see what you're doing, where you're going, but from a small business point of view, create a sustainable schedule that is one post a week is absolutely fine, two posts a week are absolutely fine, just make it something you can stick to, and now you're taking your break and you're back fresh, don't let yourself get burnt out again. I
1: love it, I love it, that's a lot. But That's a lot of good nuggets and also like a bit of a shout out to Duolingo because I'm a big fan of Duolingo anyway on social. They're really fun. That's a good shout out. Uh, But the the last thing I would say on my side is that, you know, the world of social, as I said, there's not a lot of things happening. There's like little tweaks, but there's not big news happening when it comes to new features and stuff. I feel that what is happening is even even the accounts and everything else is gearing up towards the next steps. So right now is a good chance if you need to, to actually go enjoy life whoever yeah. we are. Remember that everybody else is doing the same, but also this is a good time to ask yourself, where do I want to be? Do I still want to be here? How do I want to show up here? And then obviously, then you take all the super practical things that uh, Jess mentioned too and make them happen. I would say that will be my my combo. There will be like a bit of that, but I always find that it's harder when we stop because we're asking ourselves the hard questions or we're actually kind of putting things in front of us and being like, actually, do I really want to be here still? Or how do I want to show up for this? So take it as a positive opportunity rather than as something scary if you feel that change is needed. Because honestly, just said to you to build uh, to kind of grow a tough skin. I'm also going to say people don't care. People will remember for about five minutes and then they will forget. If you change something, if you try something new, people are not keeping score. It's only us. Honestly, it's only us.
2: They really don't care they really don't care because <laughs> it's summer everything's really slow social media engagement's really low but as a small business owner you still need to sell what if you what if you need you need to make money and you're relying on your socials to make sales like what would you advise someone in that
1: mm.
2: in that place because like yeah you do need to sell you need like yeah you need to make money but everything's so slow like what, what would you recommend
1: three things now three three points first point businesses are seasonal uh, some businesses not all. some businesses actually thrive in summer you know but if your business is seasonal and you're listening to this right now and you didn't figure it out yet then this is a lesson also for next year because for some businesses it is seasonal and there's very little you can do about pushing things down people's throats literally because that's what it feels like uh if if it's not the right time for them that's something to bear in mind like what i like to do is like mapping some of the cool whether is a launch or whether it is a product or whether it's something like we map our cohort, that really helps us understanding things and this is also why we don't have obviously a cohort running in summer we only have a short the short course because it's easy and it's 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 quite easy to digest so you have to kind of find that balance because for most businesses you know unless you have a subscription based model which not everybody does have then it can be really hard to maintain that consistency. So that will be my first thing. So that's obviously, you know, with insight, something to think about the future. And then I would also say, probably not helpful either, but unless you are mainly and only selling through social always, then it's time to actually understand a bit better how your funnel works, because you should find other ways to engage with the people that are already a step closer to the the buying stage. So even if you're not necessarily bringing brand awareness and talking to new people, can you engage with all the customers? Can you engage with current customers? That will be my second thing because it's a lot savvy and it's a lot smarter. And also these people already are closer to the stage of kind of buying and investing again. And then I guess, let me think about a third thing. I was thinking about something else. It's hard because honestly, it comes down to planning to me. A lot of it, it's, it, it is what it is. But if you felt like you wanted to try something, whether it's even like a discount or a bundle or something, this could be a good time to do it because you've got very little to lose. But honestly, if the if the eyeballs are not there, if the people are not willing to engage, if people are in Greece on holiday, they don't necessarily want to go through like the checkout purchase of X, Y, and Z, it's understandable. So probably I didn't help, but that's kind of what I would say. From a, no, that's good. I've been doing this for a very long time yeah did you have any of them by the way did you have any tips as well you were asking also out of your interest
2: out <laughs> of my interest and because business is seasonal and it's always just all about planning I have like people are still there People there are eyes there they are still buying but having low engagement on your page can make you feel like they're not but I, I know like one of my personal like close friends she's had this busiest month she's ever had and she's in service-based. Like it's all was all still possible, but your post having low engagement on your post may still like may make you feel like you're talking to no one, but sometimes you have to slog through those hard parts and you will make sales, but you just need to yeah keep going.
1: And again, that's an, that's an excellent point. And genuinely look at the people that you already have. That's also what I say sometimes. Is like more people, new people. But we'll look at and how can you engage with people you already have right now? If you're looking for something quicker and more of a boost, I would say that will be it. So with that, with that, with that on, I would say well, happy summer again, everyone. So hope you're enjoying the rest of your summer. We have just finished our introductory course, which means uh, Jess just had a first taste, as I said, at teaching. So I already know it's gone amazing. This is time traveling. Uh, But aside from that, I wanted to say that currently our applications are open for our certification. The last course of the year is in September. So something for you to remember as well. And so if you want to find out more about us or ask us any questions or tell us how you're feeling about social right now, you can tell us at All Marketing School on Instagram, or Marketing School on Twitter, or All Marketing School, everything else. What about yourself, Jess, where people can find you?
2: So check me out on Instagram. It's at jessica.sophia.bruno with a P-H instead of an S in Sophia. From there, you can find all my links.
0: Thank you so much for listening. Head to allsmarketingschool.com to find out more about the topics that we covered in this week's class. If you want to make your teachers happy, then hop onto iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Oh, and don't forget to spread the love on Instagram at Alt Marketing School. Until next time.